All right, hey guys, this is Ryan Knutson. Welcome to the show. Ryan is super strong. Like I said last week, we've been having listeners from all over the world join us in the last few weeks, and I'm very, very appreciative to all you guys. So, welcome to the show, as usual. And this week, um, I did something different that I don't normally do, which is I pushed all of the episodes I'd already recorded uh, and to sneak someone in, in in a quick way. And that, that's because I did a show with these guys on Saturday, and I have another show with them today, Tuesday, uh, the 9th, uh, if you're listening on the day that it comes out. So this is the wonderful group Baritone. They're three hilarious guys from New York City. Well, all, all from all over the country, really. But they're based in New York City now. And they're a company named Dan Pardo. And they are a badass group um, that are just hilarious. They do kind of a big cabaret show. And um, it's a tip of the heel to the ladies of Broadway, as they say. So um, come enjoy the show. I'm sneaking this episode into the into the schedule because I want you guys to meet them and fall in love with them and come and see them either in L.A. or in San Francisco on Wednesday, tomorrow, if you're in San Francisco. So this, uh, I just wanted to make sure that this, you know, this little bit of a fun show would get out during their tour so that it might help them out a little bit more. Um, that being said... Like I've like I told you before, um, I do have several more episodes with several more badass people uh, in the can already, and that's not a lie. So we're good, we're good, man. We're all the way into May right now with episodes. So trust me when I say you will love the the people that are coming up next. But uh, you're here today for baritone, you know. So we're gonna get to that very soon. I just have a couple of quick announcements. The the, the first things are shows. Like I said already, playing today with baritone and LA at Rockwell Table and Stage. Um, so if you have a chance to get online and find tickets for that or come to the show and buy them at the door, Wednesday, the, uh, Baritone is playing that day, um, the, the 10th in San Francisco. So check that out. We hype that at the end of the show. Um, then I'm with Los Alamitos on Friday and Saturday again. So that's kind of that kind of that kind of vibe as usual. But then um, I wanted to throw a little hype out for our friends Kira Hooks and Jeff Goodkind. You might remember them from a couple years back during the Nashville episodes that I did. Uh, I ran into Kira and Jeff at Rudy's Jazz Room in Nashville a few weeks ago. And they're actually going to be out here in, in California at the Hotel Cafe on Sunday, April 14th. That's this Sunday um, at 7 p.m. playing with uh, Sheldon Butler, I believe, if that's how you pronounce his name. So um, come check them out. They're awesome. We love them so much. Not only are they great past guests, they're just great friends in general. So if you get a chance to go out on Sunday, go to Hotel Cafe at 7 and support past guests from the show, Kira, Hooks, and Jeff Goodkind. They're awesome. So, um, And hopefully while they're in town, maybe we'll get them back for a second round. That would be awesome. So we'll see what we can do about that. Then 15th, that's tax day. You know, you guys come here for, for a break. <laughs> for a break from reality. And just me mentioning that made, might have sent you into a blood-red rage. So for that, I apologize. <laughs> so with no further ado, let's distract you from that knowledge uh, about this coming tax day and tax season. And let's um, get you into this show. If you are lonely, I hope you get a friend nearby quickly. If you are cold, I hope you have a hot beverage and or a nice furry pet that you can hang out with. Most importantly, if you're in traffic listening to this or you're working out, I hope you stay relaxed and laugh a little bit. Not too much to make the people around you look like, look, mm, you know, who is this guy? Why is he laughing and working out? Or why is he laughing as that's often driving through traffic? That kind of thing. But I hope it relaxes you in a fun way. And most importantly, like I say every week, I want you to sit back, relax, and enjoy the freaking job!
Doom. All right. Hey, hey, hey. Welcome to the Ryan is Super Strong Podcast. This is Ryan Knutson, and I am, you guessed it, Super Strong. Today's strength level is the baritone. Now, the baritone as a voice, uh, I think it, it gets a bad a rap because all those basses like to take a lot of, you know, a lot of... Uh, uh, the props during a vocal show of any sort, mm. and then those, and then those, uh, those there's tenors, pe- those pesky tenors. Yeah, those tenors like to take all the credit <laughs> for being, you know, taking the lead lines and all this stuff. And tale as old as time, baritones have been the one thickening up the texture, making things awesome since the beginnings of time. And the reason today that the strength level is the baritone is because I have a special group from New York with me today. This is baritone. I have. Edward Meskey, Kyle Hines, Joe Hager, and Dan Pardo all here in the studio. Hey. Hey. What's going on? Hey. How are you guys doing? Yeah. Yeah. Great. I normally don't have this many people in the studio, so this episode is going to be different for several reasons. Some of the games will change. Some of the, you know, uh, also, I think the audience in general is going to be confused with the amount of voices. <laughs> Especially as we keep changing ours. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's exactly what I was going to ask really quickly. Can you guys introduce, let, let me have you guys introduce yourselves so that the audience gets a little bit of a sound palette for the the difference in voice, even though you are all baritones. <laughs> hey there, what's up? My name's Joe Hager. I'm Dan Pardo, the arranger. I'm Edward Miskey. I'm Kyle Hines. Yeah. Work. Work. That's right. Woo. Well, welcome, welcome to my home, my friends. Thank you, Thank so you for much having us. us. Um, as the as the listeners know, I often have guests on the show that come up in my life organically, you know. And uh, and, and as a performer, I meet new people all the time. And I, I met you guys via the internet, right? Thank Joe you. and Thank I you, met internet. through a mutual friend, Kirby Lee Anderson. The power of Facebook connected us in our time of need when we needed a drummer <laughs> on the West Coast. And, That's right. Uh, thankfully, uh, a mutual friend, Kirby, was able to bring us together and... Uh, Little did we know we'd be winding up within the comfort of your home. So yeah. Again, right. thank you yes. for having us. Yeah. No, of course. I'm glad thank you guys you are ha- happy. Thank you for having us. Thank you for these cocktails. Of course. And your dog. Yes. Yeah. My, well, you can't have Rupert. Rupert. Well, I want Rupert. I'm going to bring right. him well, home. He, he gets talked about on every episode of the well, podcast. Well, we're, we're bigger than you, so Everyone we'll see how that goes. Yeah. <laughs> but he's stronger, apparently. I never thought, uh, felt yeah. more threatened. Yeah. <laughs> four, you, like six, four gentlemen yeah. looking at me. You may, be, uh, you may be dogless later. Yeah, that's... That's that's everyone wants the Rupert. You know, he's, he's, he's amazing. Kind of a Buddha he's, dog. Cute, yeah. he's a good boy. He's got a, Yeah, he's, he's a, a very good boy. Good boy. Um, so the first question I ask all my guests, and this will be complicated because normally there's only one or two. The first question I ask all my guests is just simply, "Hey, uh, who are you, and what are you doing here?" <laughs> oh man. Oh, there's so many be ways funny, to answer Ed, that. Be funny. And you don't have to be don't, funny. Don't, don't I, be can't, I can't be funny on command. <laughs> Some people um, get very existential on this question. No, the, there's no, listen, listen, look at us. No one here is existential. Um, <laughs> <laughs> okay, so uh, yeah, so this group kind of came to be because I was working at home. Uh, at the time, I was like, probably, I don't know, it was 2016. I was looking for auditions or some something like that. And I was on Facebook just kind of scrolling through and Joe Hager's, you know, newest headshot array of uh, final final products slash hot off the press, hot off the press uh, <laughs> scrolled by. And I stopped to look at them because I've like, you know, Joe, Joe has always kind of been in my periphery where we've been called back for similar things before. We have a lot of mutual friends. Sure. And uh, I saw this one photo of him where there was a, a woman's hand holding a makeup brush on his face and he was giving like every ounce of like smize smolder 
face that every, you could every, possibly every give. ounce of douche I could muster was <laughs> yeah. in that photo. It was very it was, natural for him. It, it, just, it was so it was so eye catching. I literally just burst out laughing at my desk, and I was like, "That's really funny. That would make a really good show." That would make a really good show. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of how we ended up here because I just, I mean, I think within five minutes of seeing that photo, I think I messaged Joe. It, it, he literally was like, listen, I, I saw that photo of you and I want to do a show. It's going to be you, me, and probably one other guy. And like, that's all I know right now, but it's going to be awesome. <laughs> and like two, two years later, we're here doing our first West Coast tour. We, you know, presented a whole bunch of conferences and we're finally starting to, you know, get some traction here. Yeah, so that's we're, amazing. We're pumped so did, to be on the West Coast. How did Dan come into the picture? So, so to start Dan, arranging. Dan, came, Dan came into the picture because we, um, I can't play piano. Okay. I can like I can like poke things out, and like I grew I grew up in a very musical family, so like my musicality and intuition that way is fine. But like I can't do. No one really can do what Dan does, Dan but does, I yeah. certainly can't. Um, so we had this other guy on board who just kind of vanished. Like two songs in, we like started. We put you know we skeletoned out two different arrangements of how we wanted them to go and. And he disappeared, and we still haven't heard from him. So he's alive, I hope. Wait, like you literally don't know where he no, is? No, we. I, I have not. I've not heard or seen a single thing from him since um, 2016. So I was racking my brain, thinking like, who can, who is of a level that we can do this? You know, whatever. And sure. I've known Dan since I was 15. Yeah, we did a production of uh, Les Misérables together. In school edition. The it was the it was the regional premiere of the first school it's edition of Les Misérables. <laughs> Debatable. Seems longer. Debatable. Um, so it was the it was the first regional premiere of the student edition of Les Misérables, and Dan and I were in it together, and uh, yeah, he just kind of like kept popping into my life in random weird ways yeah it was was... like 10 years before uh you know since that and i was uh working at a residential uh summer camp in the berkshires and uh i just so we were doing like a joint event with our sister camp and uh, i was a a residential counselor who also ran the theater program and uh, ed's uh older sister maddie uh was one of the other counselors and i was giving tours i'm like and I didn't actually meet her uh, when we did the show together. And somehow it came up that we were both from Pennsylvania. And and she's like, I'm like, where where did you go to school? And she's like, oh, I went to, you know, what, was it Lebanon Catholic or something? Yeah. Like, yeah. oh, I, I've only ever known one person in my life who went to Lebanon Catholic. And it was yeah. this guy, Ed Miski, we did a show together. And she's like, that's my baby brother. <laughs> <laughs> that's and, awesome. And then, like, I think the following year, I was perusing Playbill looking for jobs, and I saw Dan's name on, like, the Goodspeed casting call. Yeah. And I was like, that can't be the same person. <laughs> and it sure was. And it just, like, over the last, the the next couple of years, he just kept, like, popping in and out of my life for weird, random reasons. So when we needed an arranger, it was just kind of like, my I think it was my sister that suggested, like, why don't you ask Dan? I was like, you're right. Yeah, that makes the most sense, and he's been an absolute champ. That's awesome. And like, we wouldn't be nowhere without him. He's brilliant. And we the need, we the need amount of times him. that uh, I've I've 
bore witness to just brilliance like being yeah. married together <laughs> at, at at the midst of dan's fingers is it's just made this whole process for me at least like very very thrilling you know, awesome. to, to yeah. be able to it's see also kind of come together. it's also kind of numbed brilliance for me because it we see it so often that it's kind of like it, oh yeah, yeah all right cool yeah, yeah he just does like that. we, we yeah. do, i want to say one we of those ju- we, we don't That's take it for granted by any means but <laughs> it, it's just yeah we, we've become accustomed to it yeah and it's it's a blessing but it's sure. also really rewarding for me because, you know, as someone who, you know, likes to do arranging, you know, it's rare that you can have a group at your fingertips or, you know, at the moment's know this, like, I want to try writing something. Yeah. And then it's like two days later, let's read it down, you know. So it's, um, and they're a constant source of inspiration because, uh, and you're constantly making my stuff better because, you know, I usually do, we usually have a powwow where we kind of talk about maybe what, what songs might live in the same world or Sure. You know, I want to do an arrangement that, uh, you know, talks about this theme or with, you know, maybe that celebrates this composer or, you know, whatever, you know, however it, it comes together. And I'll do a, a, a mock-up and then it's like, oh, well, this works. I really like this. And then at, at first it's like, well, this is how I wrote it. And then yeah. like the next day I'm like, well, maybe it doesn't have to be. And then yeah, the but- next day it's like, yeah, this is definitely better. That's awesome. Yeah, we definitely we definitely riff on that. Like, I like how complimentary you guys are to each other, and I'm gonna I'm gonna ask <laughs> you guys you. more about that in a second. But yeah. before, but I want to get I want to figure out how Kyle came into the picture before we move on. How did Kyle? Because we've talked about everybody else how they got in the group. Kyle. And right now everyone's thinking is Dude. is Kyle the Phoebe of this I, group? I am. The they all have this actually this roots. Ky- all these roots. Enough, that's Kyle's, actually weirdly true. Kyle's oh, kind of like Kyle's kind of like the fourth member of Destiny's Child. Okay. Like I guess he's like the Michelle Williams, right? Is that how that worked? Michelle Williams was the fourth member of Destiny's Child. I mean, well, because there were there were four of them, right? Right. And right. then there were three of them, and then the third one left, and they picked up another one. That's right. Oh, that's totally. Yeah. Is that isn't that yeah. how I, that happened? I don't know if there were four. Remember. Maybe I don't, I don't remember now. I'm better with Beatles references. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah, this, yeah, I feel I was, bad. I leave it. Say, leave I, it to the resident gay to pick up. Yeah, 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 sorry, yeah. <laughs> Let's go back to Friends. I think that works. Okay, so that's how Kyle came in. Sorry. How'd you guys meet Kyle then? We auditioned him. Yeah. Um, yeah. So Kyle went when when I had a good sense of what this group was and you know, kind of one of the shticks about our group is that you guys can't see us listening, but we're we all happen to be six Five foot, foot four and above. Yeah. Six <laughs> foot and above. Uh, the three of us currently from the waist down. A cast we say is is we're all six four in stature, so um, it's not every day you, you see a trio like that walking right. into a space. So, yes. Yeah. Um, but Kyle came in the picture because he was at university with me in undergrad. And once I asked into this group, I said, Kyle, be perfect. And yeah. Joe was pouring a tall tequila for for an individual when he was like, hey, I think you'd be good for something. And I was yeah. like, what? what? <laughs> Catering our asses off in yeah. New York City. Just awesome. dreaming of the future. Yeah. It's the second time in my life where I've had this experience of walking in to meet a, a group that I'm going to perform with. And felt like I was like at a Clippers like <laughs> practice. Courtside. Because <laughs> that happened when I had yeah. uh, I was uh, the the listeners will know a band called Slim Jenkins where I've had some their members on on oh. the show in the years past. And I walked in and their original bass player and original saxophone player and and the and their current they're still the the guy that sings and leads the band. Mm. They're all six four and above, or like six two and six four and six five I think. Right. And so I walked in and just was like. Wait, are any of them the wrong room? Are any of them busy? Because <laughs> we need we need wings all the time. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, yeah, so this is the second time I walk in with my symbols and stick bag and stuff and go like looking oh, upward shit. at the at the people I'm hanging out with. But that's very cool. 
wash that man right out of my hair. I'm gonna wash that man right out of my hair. I'm gonna wash that man right out of my hair and send him on his way. I'm gonna wave that man right out of my arms. I'm gonna wave that man right out of my arms. I'm gonna wave that man right out of my arms and send him on his way. So I know that Joe has to leave uh, somewhere in the midst of this interview at some point. So, but there are some things that I I can't I just can't. Normally we talk we'll talk more before I start doing segments, but I can't not let him have a part of some of these segments. Yeah, so, go go yeah, go. Yeah. So there's a segment that I want to go into right away. We always do first when we go into segments. This is something called the compliment corner. The beasts of the forest can be mean and make your day gloomy. To make the world a better place, Ryan welcomes his friends to a magical space called the Compliment Corner. Hey guys, <laughs> I'm so dead for that. That's hey why. Hey Edward. <laughs> hey Dad. Hey Joe. Uh, Welcome to the Compliment Corner. Right. And thank you. Isn't that amazing? The magic that happened to the room just yeah. now. There's little like... small squirrels running amongst our feet. I feel like very safe. Right I feel now. like Snow White. So what normally happens in the compliment corner is uh, my, myself and my guest will take a moment to practice complimenting each other because the, the world can get dark and gloomy, as it says in the intro. Uh, and it's nice to just forget that there's so much craziness outside and just look at each other in the eye and say a compliment to one another, you know. But there's so many of us in the room today that what I'd really like to... Whenever, this has happened once or twice before when I've had a, big, a larger group or band in the room. And what I like to do is have you guys compliment each other. Um, because you're traveling around together, you're uh, cutting your fingers on accident all over the place. <laughs> you're uh, you're, do- uh, you're doing all this crazy stuff, <laughs> um, and, uh, and it's, sometimes- the da- it's the damsel in dis- distress. It's true. And or bloody tour. Yeah, <laughs> bloody. Real so I think it's nice, especially for groups that are traveling together. Even if you're in good spirits, like you are, you know, at this point in your tour and all that stuff, it's still nice to look at each other and comment each other on something that you like about one another. So because we have so many of you, you can. Keep but relatively short, you don't have to go too deep. But it would be cool if you guys all complimented each other in some fashion. Can we do that? Can, can you be like the teacher that says, "Hey, give a compliment you to that person." You should call it. Out. You want me to? T- you just want me to direct you yeah. through each yeah, one? Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I, I, okay. So actually, what I, I think what I'll have you do is have each of you individually ca- uh, go through the, the, the other three of you quickly. Okay. You know. Okay. So don't go too too deep, deep. You know. But one word. Yeah, you can do one word if you want, but yeah, one word. don't feel but, don't feel completely within those parameters. What if Let's we, start with what if Mr. We like Dan Pardo. What if we like it really deep? Can you start kind of complimenting? Sure. Let's get it in this order. Whatever order you like. <laughs> no, uh, Look each other in I the just, eye and you don't deflect. You just take it in. It's warm no one here, here is good at taking compliments. Joe, I, I'm always <laughs> in awe of your endless swagger, especially your eyebrow game is just so... So fantastic. I can't do shit with my eyebrows and it Perfect. pisses me off. All right. Kyle. The, yeah. the gravelly uh, Kyle. Um, no, you, uh, your work ethic and your commitment uh, to both this group and yourself and your family is really, uh, is really inspiring. Ooh. Thank you. Wow. And... Ed. I'm super bad at taking compliments, so yeah. Ed, you've uh, long uh, impressed me with your div- you you uh, you have no fear when it comes to going after the things that are important to you. Mm. 
and I've it's always impressed me. That's a nice compliment. Well, thank you. Thank you, Dan. Okay, Joe, since thank you were the first to receive, you want to sure. go ahead and pass it along? Sure. sure. In any order that you choose? Um, yeah. Dan, um, I, like, I, like I said earlier, I just always appreciate your creativity, your constant uh, inspiration, and, again, your willingness to, to tighten this thing up to a well-functioning machine. <laughs> thank you. Kyle. Hey. Bro. Bro. As the uh, only non-owner in this company, uh, you know, again, your your work ethic has has absolutely gotten us to to where we are right now, and we wouldn't be here without you. That's all there is to it. Simply, thanks, bro. Yeah, Ed, your uh, your vision as far as the concept for this show and the the bones of it, uh, along with your your drive as well to get us to the next level. It doesn't stop. And I always appreciate that effort. Thank you. Yeah. Kyle, do you want to go next? Sure. <laughs> you jumped. <laughs> jumped to the opportunity. I didn't mean to startle you while we're in the safety of the compliment corner. Yeah. It's very common here. Um, okay, I'm going to start with Joe. Joe, you've always, uh, you've always been like a, a big brother to me. And uh, I think... Um, you're always, you know, looking out for what's best in the group, and and I've always really appreciated the, the uh, the level of attention to everything has been great from you. So I appreciate that. And uh, Dan, you're a wizard. I don't understand how you memorize everything. This guy literally, he like, straight up is like, I think you need to like play it this way or whatever. And he like comes up with like 15 different chords that you could possibly do for that moment. And I'm like, I don't understand how you just did that. And he's like, oh, yeah, try this. And it ends up always being great. And so I always appreciate um, how lucky we are to uh, to have a true musical wizard helping us. That's um, awesome. And Ed, you you are like one of the most comfortable people on stage I've ever, I've ever worked with. And I don't think it's ever, <laughs> ever, it shouldn't be ever looked over as something you should tell. Because I, I always, you always make me feel comfortable. And, uh, and. Thank you. You can't see this because we're on we're on podcast. But I he's rubbing my leg. I just touched Ed's leg. <laughs> <laughs> Hidden leg touch. Little leg rub. <laughs> All's fair in compliment <clears throat> corner. <laughs> it was a very loving touch. Yeah, just it was, so yeah. you know. mm, Okay. Yeah. So me next. I'm last. Okay. Um, <clears throat> Kyle, I will start with you. I'm just gonna go thank you. Man. You're welcome. And thank you. Um, I love and appreciate how um yes dedicated to this group you've been and how dedicated to learning everything you are learning um even when i certainly ask everyone to do things outside of their comfort zone (laughs) no one our size is ever asked to dance ever (laughs) and uh that is certainly a thing that I uh, have asked of. And so I definitely will double down on both Joe and Dan's sentiments of that uh, because we do love having you around and, and we would not be here without you. Um, his moves blow our mind. His moves oh, blow man. our mind, yeah. If you could see what I'm doing right now, you would think this is the sexiest <laughs> thing you've ever seen. <laughs> And if you could see the video of our conference, <laughs> it was not the sexiest thing you've ever seen. It was not. Sexiest sexiest seen. Seen. <laughs> it was not. <laughs> Announcement. Yeah. Um, Dan, I'm actually going to go outside of the confines of this uh, group, and I'm going to 
uh, say that I love and appreciate the literal decades of knowing you and uh, and just like watching. I guess maybe this is a compliment or maybe just an observation. <laughs> <laughs> If anything just got me on the radio. Yeah. Uh, that was not what you think that was. For clarity, that was Kyle. <laughs> um But yeah, like watching watching you grow from when we were like teenagers and you know even though there were only pockets of familiar familiarity until this group started, like Dan has always impressed me from the time we were fifteen until now, and I just think he is truly a genius and I can't I don't know how to speak more highly of him. That's awesome. Thank you. I love watching him work. It's one of my favorite things. Uh, so I don't know if that's necessarily It's kind of creepy sometimes, a... to be honest with you. <laughs> yeah. Pretty well said. Yeah. Mm. I, po- I pop into Dan's closet, and I just, like, peek out and watch him play piano at night. <laughs> that Dan. Dan is smiling, but he looks slightly uncomfortable. I love his, I love his work ethic. Hearing mm. <laughs> Do you deflect compliments? As well? Or is everybody bad at defending? I'm horrible at compliments. <laughs> I immediately shut down. I um, love them. I'm going to be honest. Which is, which is really great because yeah. I'm in show business. So that, you know, those two bode well. That's awesome. Um, okay, Ed, Joe. And Joe. So, Joe, I have two for you. One, I've said this to you before. One day, someone will teach a master class on what your facial expressions are doing. <laughs> <laughs> I truly... Truly, and I cannot express how genuine this is, love watching your face <laughs> on stage at all times. It is one of my favorite things. I have never seen anyone else do it in my whole life. Thank you. I don't know where you learned it or how it came to be. But so <laughs> we'll just dive into that. Right yeah, yeah, now. I would. So, I mean, truly, I would love Jim to hear Perry this. Jim was my hero as a child. That makes total sense. Face, you don't even so say I anything else. I would spend else. hours in the mirror trying to emulate the exact faces of his from <laughs> all of his movies. And I feel like I succeeded to a certain extent. Um, <laughs> sir, I think it, I think but, you but, may be putting Jim Carrey to shame. Truly, yeah. <laughs> uh, that's that's certainly one. And two, um, I appreciate your ability to remove yourself from various situations, whether they be professional or personal, or whatever, and really take a second to take care of yourself. I'm terrible at that, and I appreciate seeing other people who are good at it because I know it's something that I need to do um, more often. And it's kind of, uh, it's a reminder to check in with myself from time to time. Oh, that's cool. Thank you. Well, thank you guys. Thank you guys for coming. But I really kind of like the face one better. (laughs) (laughs) I will say, I I love to give compliments. um, And so I will do that right now. Uh, if If I were going to compliment all of you individually be kind of I feel like it would be kind of the same compliments because I've only met you guys you know about 24 hours ago uh, and, uh, and but like so the, the thing that I want to say to you guys is my compliment for all of you guys is that you create a space of very warm energy um, which I'm a freelance musician so I am constantly going into situations where I don't know the people I'm about to perform with and often it's their art that they care about you know and the, like I, I'm good at doing that, which is why I have a career doing that. <laughs> but like people don't always know that, you know, like they got your name from somebody randomly or yeah. who knows what. And but like you, you guys, uh, ne- like 
there's varying degrees of like what kind of attitude you're going to walk into when you walk into a situation with new people, you know. And uh, from the moment I walked in with you guys, um, you you guys were extremely warm, accepting, ready to work. And and also uh, some of my pet peeves of rehearsals, like especially when you have a ton to do in a short amount of time. You guys didn't do any of those things. We we crushed the work. Wait, can we you did. name the name the top? Yeah, five I, I actually want to hear Please. these. Oh, so uh, my pet peeves are like if like you know you have two hours to rehearse and there's an hour and a half of music. You know, you can't really be spending forty five minutes on one song. You know, you can't be doing that type of stuff. You need to run stuff, take notes, and keep moving. You know, we try and keep Which, each other in that, check that's, as far as yeah. logistics are yeah, concerned. Yeah, exactly. You that, guys that's were a, that's a compliment I can extend so, to all of us because yeah. I think all of us. It's a constant struggle. It. It's a constant struggle because <laughs> we're me, we're yeah. all chatty and we're all kind of like enjoying what we're doing. So sure. we definitely yeah. take moments where we're like lingering and but then, takes, and then someone has to be like, faith, no. especially when you walk yeah. into a where it's like two of the members of the three person yeah. band are are reading for the first time. Yeah, and it's like okay, we are we're expecting that we hire these guys and that we're and that they're gonna come ready to like play the show you know and like we're gonna talk through it they'll take the notes that we need to do you know yeah and, and just uh, so it's like so there's so much just good will and and uh good feelings and good vibes we try and keep each other in check as yeah. much as possible well and also That's we good. want we knowing that the two of the three musicians are coming in as either strangers or first timers or whatever yeah. the case may be you know if if you don't succeed we don't succeed so we sure. want to make sure that we provide everything we need to to you to, to make, make sure that, that you look good and that in turn makes us look good well ideally you guys get enough traction with this new project newer project where people are like starting to take notice and get you around the country now where you guys can start developing a group where you guys have more consistency and don't have to even deal with it you just go together and party everywhere you gonna want to go but i'm but but either way you know my comment for all of you guys is that you're that you're a really great group of men that you, and, and, and the energy around you is very warm and accepting, which I think is really cool. Thanks, Ryan. Right? Doesn't yeah. happen everywhere. Thank Thanks, you, bro. Yeah. That's good to hear, actually. <laughs> well, hey, man. That's been Compliment Corner. <laughs> so we're going to move on from that. No, no outro music? The, well, there is. Can we get a playoff, please? <laughs> I put it in the post because I don't want to have to remember how many buttons I have to push during this. Gotcha. <laughs> you can only have so many things going on in my mind at once, and there's already way too much. Um... That all being said, I, I would like to do one more game, at least before Joe has to leave. So before we get back into questions, I would like to play another game if you guys are down. Shoot. Do this it. is a little game uh, called Get Your Dang Butt Out of My Face. When you get involved by the human race, what you gonna say? Get your dang butt out of my face! Alright, so welcome to Get Your Dang Butt Out of My Face. This is uh, less... So people often think, you go, like, if I, if I play this right after Comment Corner, people often think, well, this is negative. You're just being so positive. But it's not negative. Okay, it's just an airing of grievances game. And I, th- and I truly think that, that uh, in order to stay positive, you know, the act of getting something off of your chest is often no. what makes you, what helps you, you know, stay positive. <laughs> Yeah, isn't it? So, and get your dang (laughs) butt out of my face. (laughs) (laughs) What I'm going to do is, what I'm going to do is, and you guys understand that the the reason I invented this game was because uh, I go to a lot of comedy shows and also cabaret reviews and that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. And there's always a two drink minimum or some kind of dollar minimum on these places, including Uh, where we played last night, you know? Yeah. It's like, you know, and so the beginning of the night, you order your drinks and then a few, like 15 minutes Mm -hmm. into the show. You've paid your good American USD dollars to watch this good comedy or good cabaret. And all of a sudden, there's a waitress in front of you. 
But they're butting your face. You can't see the good comedy anymore, you know? And often, you know, I want to poke butt and say, hey, get your dang butt out of my face. But I don't. That's, that's <laughs> sexual harassment in some ways. Can't do that. A lot of ways. I mean, it, yeah, in actually, kind of every yeah, way. In every way. Yes. <laughs> so, you know, so I've never done that. Uh, and I know that they're just doing their job and that we're all, you know, having a good time. But it's a pet peeve. You know, it's just one of those pet peeve things. And so I invented this game to where we can go around the circle. Say something that's been bothering us, and tell it tell it to figuratively get its dang butt out of our faces. Okay, um, I'll go first since I since I put you all on the spot, so you have time to think and make yeah. sure you have one that's really good. Uh, my get your dang butt out of my face this week is uh, people not turning on red. Mm. This right. isn't driving. Yeah, dr- yeah, turning right on red. Yeah. Right. This is a big. Horrible pet peeve of mine that was brought to to the surface in a huge way yesterday when I was on my way to San Diego to play with you guys. It was I was with Jonathan Kirsch, the bass player. We were carpooling, and it seemed like every time we had the opportunity to turn right on a red light, there was one person in front of us that didn't want to do that for whatever reason. Even on a protected arrow, a protected left would be happening, and you could easily no no pedestrians. And it happens several times. Mm. This is not a... I'm not new to this problem. You know, I'm not the only one that suffers from this problem. You know? But it's just been bugging me since yesterday. And I have to say, hey, if you don't turn right on red, get your dang butt out of my face. Get your dang butt out I'm going to actually... I'm going to piggyback off of that. Because I feel like that's definitely like a city problem that is not a New York City problem. No, no. Because it's illegal to turn right on red. Right. Sure. However, however... In, in relation to that, I feel like the equivalent of that for New York City is when you get into a very busy train and everyone is crowded around the door right. and there is mm. plenty of space in the middle, but right. for some reason, no one's like fucking move in. Everyone wants that quick escape. Get your dang butt in out of my face. And I have literally, <laughs> I've literally <laughs> in my face. Yes, in the middle of the car. But um, I have, I have literally, depending on how bad of a day or good of a day I'm having, I will push either a human or myself into the middle to make room for everyone else behind right. me who is pushing me into the train. Yeah. It drives me nuts. It actually brings me rage. Yeah. I get it. It's so There's annoying. No, yeah. It's so annoying. There's nothing wrong with admitting that. Yeah. It's not negative. Just truth. No. It's no, just no. truth. Just you have truth. to get it like what? Like, why do you have to stand right by the door? There's like seven or eight feet. I mean, feet in of... defense of the door guy, that door is really great to lean on. Yeah, except for I've seen videos where that. people are leaning on it and it comes open. Yeah, see, that's what I mean. I'm I've lived in that. New York for 12 years almost. Never seen it. I've been there for 14. I've never seen it, but I've seen Instagrams. <laughs> I've never seen it. <laughs> I too have never seen it, but I, I believe it exists. <laughs> it's on the I internet, mean, in- so it Instagram is real. doesn't lie. Okay. Yeah. Kyle, do you have one uh, ready? You know what? I do have one. Let me, be, let me, let me make this clear. This is about airports and mm. airport travel because yeah. we just flew to to San Diego, a very long flight from New York. Might as well go to London, yeah. I, yeah, I mean, London is only six too. hours. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it would have been shorter. Um, in any case, let me say this: communal efforts on an airplane are very important. If you decide to do something selfish, like maybe put both your under the seat and a, a very large above the uh, above the seating luggage up there oh. you're putting two separate Ooh. things in oh. when the stewardess has very much said hey this is a full flight make sure that you oh. put one carry on under and one carry on above Every time. you should probably do that instead of you know ah man <clears throat> yeah this one guy literally he was like 
he put his he put his in one in uh in one overhead bin right and then he, i'm right behind him i'm about to take the seat directly behind him and there's an open spot for me to put my overhead carry on and, and he puts his in right there and i go um um can I, I was actually about to sit right there and he was like oh yeah yeah, yeah. but uh the, the one over there is open and it was like literally 10 feet down the aisle uh. You know what gets me on those Southwest flights when when an obvious couple is sitting window seat, aisle seat, they want bag the, in the middle. Yeah, you yeah. know that's not safe for anyone. They just want to fill the plane up and have an empty seat. Yeah. You know exactly what you're oh, yeah. doing. Oh yeah. One time I saw a person with I, I a physical of piece <laughs> of luggage, like like the one that obviously had to go up top, just sitting on the seat, and I was like. I'm going to sit there. Oh, they were like, oh, no, like a, no, it's like for my luggage. <laughs> and I looked at the fly attendant. I was like, uh, I would like that seat. And she was like, I don't know. <laughs> I've never been more disappointed. I had to take to Twitter. Oh, I would, I'm yeah, all about customer yeah. service. I, I, yeah, but yeah. Isn't, isn't that what Twitter is for? I only got Twitter so that I could Same, complain maybe. about companies Same. and get free shit. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. true. That's a true lot of companies now, they're just starting to direct you right to them. But they're before like, we get to Joe's deck, Kyle, concerned. tell those people yeah. what you want them to do. You tell oh, oh you yeah, tell yeah, yeah. I have to admit, though, I was trying to put my overhead and my under up in the bin because that dude took out my spot. Oh, you were trying to do Oh, because he did that. So get your dang butt out of their face. Yeah, so you know what? You know what? I'm a hypocrite, but... But on this moment, get your dang bag out of that top thing. And put it <laughs> hey, that counts. That uh, counts just fine. Bag and butt. Yeah, bag, bag and butt. butt at the same time. You know, um, you the know. Southwest thing. I totally, I, yeah. I get it. I, I've done, I've, I have used that technique before, it, it where Lori and I will fly together and we'll sit aisle and, and window and just, but we'll put like a light jacket, like yeah. a light jacket or a light pillow. Yeah, someone's just, coming just back. Just so that people see it yeah, and they, they go. Like, they must be I in the also restroom. want aisle or window. Yeah, they must be gonna... in the restroom. Yeah, there's got to be someone there. But then, yeah. it, it, but the not. minute that somebody says, "Hey, can I get that seat?" Bam. Then we go, "Oh, we'll sit together. You can have the aisle." Right. When yeah. they're like, okay. the doors are closing, right everyone. Thing. You or, do the right thing. or like, yeah. would you prefer the? You know, it's like, oh, we'll sit together. Would you prefer the window or the aisle? That's what we exactly what we do. That's 100 what we will do. I'd like to go next on this one. You you know what really ruffles my boxer briefs? What? What is it? Littering. Littering. Last night, 1.30 a.m., we're at a taco joint. You know, a lot of people, Friday night, it gets a little out of control. This gentleman tries to fist bump me after he throws his gum on the ground. And I say, no, sir. No. You pick that piece of gum up from the place in which he's going to be making food for you. Yeah. Yeah. It was you inside. I did. Yeah, he did. I, I did. So you almost literally told him to get your Listen, dang butt I was ready. I, I almost told him, but yeah. then Dan, of course, being Dan, he went and picked up the piece of gum because he could see oh. that it was escalating. With and, a you napkin, know, we got three more. Oh, he did not wash his hands before <laughs> yeah. he got back on I that burrito. <laughs> but before Dan cleaning up the situation, I had to articulate to the person, you know, why, you know, because sometimes people just don't know. Yeah. <sighs> I'm grossed out. Why that was, was he fist bumping? I'm grossed you? out that it was inside. Was it a stranger? No it was a complete stranger. And he was he, fist bumping you. He was. He yeah, wanted he to. Was, and, and and then when I don't understand to, where this fist he wanted came to from. engage the baritones. Okay. Okay. Yeah. He, he was he? Fr- did engage. he see the show? Or? No, he did not. No. no, just just you guys were all together. From across having some tacos. Was he a short man? Like you do. He was short. He yeah. had he had a ball head. Comparatively. Uh, uh, yes. Compa- right. That's what. Well, that's what exactly what I mean, though. But yeah. you, you see, three tall man. He, you know, he, wa- he wanted to, to fight me. He wanted to fight. I was gonna me. say. I think that's. Yeah. I think that he was trying to be aggressive. Yeah. No, he was. He was. Yeah. 
I told Kyle I'm prepared to get in the first fight of my life. It's, it's and I told him <laughs> I was. I got, not, I got a lot to get out. I was not I prepared. <laughs> okay, well, but Dan defused the situation. Now like that you know does, what you so. should have said to him, what what? Tell him what to do. Get your butt out of my face. Pick up your gum. <laughs> That's right. Perfect. That's it. I love that. I love that Dan. I love that Dan, love that Dan defused the situation, even though he's nearly a foot shorter than everyone involved. I, I mean, I'm I'm. Barely five seven, my dad's about the same. My mom's only five, four foot five and a half. Yeah, yeah. What? She little. Have you I never met my mom? I, wow. I yeah. want to meet your mom. She's oh. under four six. So oh, I think I met your mom when I was a much shorter human. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, five, four foot seven. That's great. Yeah. It's like, but I, but I, I, I can, you know, I'm, I'm all, like almost six foot. But I, like, so either people are way taller than me, like you guys, or kind of in the same. Height range. Yeah. Well, the, like, I don't know if I'm taller or shorter the, than the you. The men's yeah. national average, I believe, is five eleven point two. You're much shorter. Okay, so I, I didn't notice that. Like, like I can always see. Like I feel like I'm in the same height range with most people until they're like way taller than me, like all you guys, you know. Yeah. And that, but that, but I will say that that's the that I think that he was probably being aggressive, you know. Very, and you knew in the situation, aggressive. you're like, no, damn new. Well, uh, we don't. I'll pick up this gum. This well, he was he was also uh, trying to deflect and and. Like, cause then when Joe said that he didn't want to fist bump him because he threw the gum, he was like, "What you racist?" And, and, it, was, and it was just like, it was very weird. Uh, and it was like, one of those. And it's like I, I don't want to go down any of these roads. <laughs> yeah, we're going down too I, many roads at I, the same time. <laughs> I, I thought in it's my like head a, I didn't say it, but I was just like, I don't feel like committing a hate crime tonight. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, Whoa, not tonight. This is this is where Last this is night. going. Any other night? And it's maybe not good. Not ever. Not ever. Not ever. But you know. <laughs> uh, not, but especially not tonight. Exactly. Over, All right. Over All dropped right. gum. <clears throat> Drop yeah, that, gum. yeah. There's, there are worse things. Too. Yeah, there are worse things. Um, no, I, I, I've never committed a hate crime. Yes. Well, and, and, well, and li- littering. I never is horrible. I, I also One love. hate littering. One I, love. I know, right? It, it drives me nuts. The subway. The subway. I will ask people. I'll, I'll actually pick it up. I'll say, I believe you dropped this. You're yeah. that guy. <laughs> I am that guy. I am that guy. I am okay. no shame. Mm-hmm. Like it, it just. Well, speaking Ooh. on the tall man thing, though, you get Ooh. to do that because, you know, like, because, like, I could, if I did that, I would definitely get a face punch. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but you, but you know what? I'm gonna go back to the compliment quarter on this because okay. I have always wanted to be that person, <laughs> yeah. and I never do it. And I don't, I don't know if it's because I'm afraid to, or because like I was just raised not to talk to people about their problems. <laughs> sure. I don't. I don't really know the definitive answer to that, but I've always wanted to be that person to be like, "I'm sorry. Yeah. What are you doing?" <laughs> so we're gonna we're gonna double back to the compliment corner for that one. <laughs> one love, baby. Well, that's amazing. All right, Dan, okay. your turn. Um, I tend to keep a fairly, you know, thick skin when it comes to things. But one thing that really pissed me off maybe it was like two weeks ago. Um, you know, I'm a freelancer, so I'm always hustling, trying to find a buck where I can. And, uh, one of the things in the city that I do is play, you know, either auditions or classes. Um, and there's this one acting and uh, singing studio that I accompany their lessons, uh, on a somewhat regular basis. And I get this email, uh, addressed, you know, to me personally it said, you know, Hey Dan, you know, the following dates are open for, you know, classes in the month of April, you know, would love to have you. So I'm like, great. Within 10, 10 or 15 minutes, I went through my calendar that I think there was a total of seven or eight dates and I isolated four of them and I said, I'd love to take these, you know, classes. 
you know, thanks for asking. And then they responded and said, oh, I'm sorry, uh, they've already been claimed. It's like, they've been claimed? This was addressed to me. It wasn't, hey, all pianists, you know, these following classes are available on the first come, first serve basis. Right, yeah. It's like, you know, let you know the urgency in the audience. You know, sure. if something is, you know, I really depend on these types of gigs. Yeah. And, you know, if it's if it's one of these first come, first serve things, you know, I'm just going to say I love them. And then, you know, if there are ones that I can't take, you know, then I'll just, you know, pass them off. But, you know, it's like I feel like, you know, with so many platforms for uh, you know, for people to, you know, I mean, it's ever since the you know time of eBay, people like jumping in on last minute bids and stuff. Yeah, yeah. You know, you really have to be quick on the draw. And you know, they're not helping, you know, the situation any when they mislead me and, and make it seem as if I can, I mean, I'm not going to wait a week to let them know, but you know, it was a half hour, yeah. less than a half hour. So that really, I would have said, I actually did. I, I wrote an email back and said, you know, you. and I said, you know, it's really, you know, uh, I don't know if I use the word unprofessional, but uh, you know, I, I, I said, you know, uh, I would have. It's like I would have really get, appre- get your butt out of my face. I should what I should have said was get your dang butt out of my face. But, yeah. but instead, I said something like I would have appreciated to know that this was sent to everybody. So I would have been, you know. Well, now you can say what you want to say. Yeah, say it now. They're listening right Ugh. now. All right, growing studio. Get I your kn- dang. I knew you were gonna say. I knew you were gonna say my name. My name. Drops my get your, get your dang butt out of my face. Oh boy. And oh he man. never got another job again. Should know better. <laughs> Should know better. All right. Hopefully not one of the many tens of listeners that I have. <laughs> we'll call we'll call we'll call them and let them know. Um, I'm just kidding. But they should know. I mean Whatever. No, that's awesome. As a fellow freelancer, I get that idea. Mm-hmm. I, I, that stuff. How do you feel about an email addressed to like four piano players? That's fine. Case? When it says, for, but when they literally say, like, first one to answer will get the gig or something like that. Yeah, Have you ever I had mean, that happen? Yeah, and that's fine. Because well, at least the a, cards are on the table. Yeah, in that I guess so. It yeah. does feel a little bit like, you know, breaking a stick in two and being like, fight! You know? Yeah. <laughs> Hunger, <laughs> Hunger Games. <laughs> two in, one out. It is. I mean, I think... It makes me not want to play. I, I'm like, I don't like this. I mean, I, I, in, I, anytime I've, that's happened, I've just not answered the email. I mean, I think what... Um, if, if when I'm put in those situations, I I uh, don't reply all, but I say, you know, if you know if I get this, just let you know, everyone else know that it's been claimed, and that and sure. that and that way it keeps me anonymous as opposed to being like, oh, that fucking eager beaver Dan Pardo, yeah, or or you know, and answers or, in thirty seconds, or yeah, or yeah. or and conversely, if there's another guy, you know, one of my peers, you know, because you know, I, I um. I always have a, a list handy of people who I trust and respect. Same, you know, because you, 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 you hand you, it off. Yeah, you, you, you know, because it, it, it comes it comes around. Ebb I, and I, flow, baby. Ebb and flow. You know, uh, you guys know if I'm looking for a bass player out here that I passed off. There we <laughs> yeah. go. How about a million? Awesome Thank God. <laughs> yeah, but you know, like people, people answer. always, um, and we're going on a tangent here, but. You know, when it comes to people in the arts, they always think that they're in competition with each other, and to sure. a certain extent, you are. But you can only be in one place at one time. Exactly. And you know, as artists, we can uh, respect each other's talent and our work, 
and uh, especially in a city like New York, in New York, or LA, yeah. where it's like there are so many gigs happening mm-hmm. every single day. It's fine if you don't have that one or yeah. whatever. There's a million others going on. And, and I figure, you know, like it doesn't serve me to pass off names of people who are you know worse than I am because I want to be associated with the people who are the best. You know, sure. and if and if I'm in their circles, you know, they you know it lets other people know that oh well you know if not Dan Parter then this other very you know accomplished person they must be on a similar plane sure Kyle and Hines yeah. Kyle Hines um, but you know it's you know it's helped me a great deal and hopefully I've given some you know people some some opportunities too um, but yeah I, I you know reply alls sure are pain in the ass sure <laughs> alright guys well that's been oh get your dang butt out of my face can I have one more Oh, oh damn. 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 Sorry. Damn. Sorry. Sorry. Yeah. Suddenly, yeah. suddenly yeah. he's not so thick. This, this is super short. Um, in Facebook Messenger, when it shows that someone leaves the conversation, Ooh. it's like <laughs> Facebook Messenger, get your dang butt out of my face. Oh, exactly. Yeah. That is just yeah. shaming. Yeah. I hate that as well. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I just mute. I never leave. I just mute the conversation. Yeah. Uh, because I, because I, I don't want anyone seeing that and going like, oh, geez. Mm-hmm. Like, but I, what a but dick! It, but it's, I don't, you know, I don't want you, that. you can empathize with a person who doesn't want to be on a reply all of a hundred people. Sure, but you know it's not your fault or not their fault. It's you know Facebook. I for, I, I admire whenever I'm like you know you get a weird random thing of like fifty mm-hmm. or hundred people for some reason, mm-hmm. and then and then you just see like left the car, left yeah. the car, left it, left it, left it, and I'm like, wow, they are better than me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I really wish I could do that, <laughs> but no, I would. That's a fine. That is a fine addition. That's okay. a fine addition. I love it. Okay, um, where are we at, Joe? Uh, we're good. We're good. My oh, boy, my boy's a little stalled. So okay, yeah, perfect. Let's, let's keep going. Well, then let's just keep rolling. Keep on That's rolling. Good. I was gonna ask. We talked about Ninja Turtles last night. I mentioned the Ninja Turtles, and there are four of you now. Oh, man, I know you where you're going with this. Go. I know where this is I going. going. I have no I idea like how to, to answer know, this question. I would like to know which you know which character you all are. Um, as, I'm the, pe- part, I'm the pizza. Out of Donatello, yeah. Raphael, Michelangelo, and Leonardo. Mm-hmm. Um, you Some can of- also you can say if you feel like you're a different uh, Ninja Turtles character, like in the universe, you know. But I'd like to know who you think you are in that group. Well, I, I know where you're going, Ed, and yeah. be it as we were both fat kids. Yeah. And, uh, who who left the doors of the pizza? Leonardo. All of them. All. I mean, four. like, but there, there's like, Michelangelo is primarily Mike, the Michelangelo is the, the real he the party dude. Pizza party. He's the party animal. dude. Like he, he gets the pizza party going. So. Okay. So that's Joe. I, I, I so maybe I should okay. describe. Yeah, should I describe sure. their characteristics a little bit? Yeah. And then you guys can Please. kind of pick amongst who you think. But I'm probably going to agree with Joe on this. So Leonardo, kind of the leader of the pack you know uh strong admirable uh he, he's he takes things seriously you know but but he's also he's always he's always on the ball you know mm-hmm. uh but but there's not a lot of you know he also loves pizza he loves yeah. having a good time but he's more of the kind of a serious leader man you know donatello good with tech he's kind mm-hmm. of the he's kind of the um uh, the the genius of the of the crowd, kind of the guy that works with machines and does the stuff. Now Michelangelo, party boy, mm. straight up party boy, mm. loves pizza the most, if not you know of all the guys. Uh, very goofy, makes puns. You know he's obviously a great ninja, trains and things like that. But all the other turtles are always watching out for him because he's kind of you know you never know, kind of a loose cannon. 
as far as the, as far as the goofy side of things. Raphael, a mm-hmm. little bit of an anger streak, a mm-hmm. little bit of an anger streak with Raphael. Uh, he but he but he's all he also loves to party, loves his brothers so much. You know, uh, he's kind of like if Leonardo wasn't there, he would be the leader kind of thing. So Raphael is kind of like always a little bit angry, but he is not calm and collected. So Leonardo has to be the leader, you know, kind of thing. This is like a Sex in the City problem. Like mm-hmm. I, I identify with all of them. Yeah. On some level, but so I don't really know. I, everybody feels that way. Yeah. Uh, for for the people we, listening, I'm like the. We joke can do Sex in the, the City character. No, no, no. I'm uh, <laughs> Miranda. I, I would know way more about the Ninja yeah. Turtles. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So like for the listeners, I'm the token gay in the group, and that's why I keep going to things so like splinter. Sex in the <laughs> City. Right, right, and. Like, <laughs> Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles <laughs> resonates with these guys, but I not with me. Gay. <laughs> uh. Oh man! So, who, who, how would you guys describe the, the group? How do you think? I think I'm probably like a Michelangelo Leonardo rising. Okay. Oh. Mixing <laughs> horoscope <laughs> metaphor. That was such a genius answer. With, with like the horoscope with a splinter <laughs> in the house of. I like. Yeah. Um, with, with like, I really like. With that. like. Yeah. With like maybe um um. You're the party boy. A Raphael in like the seventh house. Yeah. Yeah, maybe. Something like that. Okay. What about you, Kyle? What do you oh, think? Man. You have to answer I, astronaut. Like, I think I'm a, I think I'm a weird mix between Michelangelo and and the tech one. Which one is Donatello? It? Donatello. Yeah, Donatello. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, Donatello rising, yeah. is that right? Donatello yeah. rising. I, I, yeah. <laughs> we <can> say, well, <laughs> I like that. Well I would say Michelangelo rising, right? Oh, so you think you're more on the Donatello side of things, but you're I don't know what the fuck is rising. So like rising is like the it's like I just the, answer that without having it's like the it's over it. here. Yeah. It's like there's part of it, but it's not full on. Yeah. Right. Oh yeah, right. So like so, so like you're like what's your horoscope? Uh, I am what probably a Gemini. So that would be your actual like what you actually are. So like you're saying you are Michelangelo, but you have like a Donatello side to you. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I think that's what they're yeah. asking. Okay. Yeah. Okay, Dan. Um, I also kind of identify that as a Donatello type. Yeah. Um. Somewhere between Donatello no with, I don't know, I, I don't believe in horoscopes. <laughs> That's not the question. <laughs> that man. makes you even more that like Donatello. <laughs> that answer makes you even more like yeah. Donatello. That. There you go. So I think you're just straight up Donatello, hardcore. Good job. I would say I'm a, a mix between uh, Michelangelo and Raphael. Yeah. Yeah. In the in the sense that I definitely love my brothers. Like I try and look out for our best interests. Ed's always extremely busy doing a thousand million different things, and so you know, trying to trying to pick up and ma- make sure that we're all we're all okay, you know, is, is sure. a priority. So um, we you know we're still trying to define the parameters of this group and responsibilities, and and so you know, it's funny these characteristics are, are very <laughs> very much resonate with us and I where we are right have, now. I think you guys have a real <laughs> yeah. uh, Ninja Turtles vibe about yeah. you. And should that, I, should that be like a should that be me, like a next line of merch for us? Like <laughs> our heads on the teenage teenage mutant yeah, ninja turtles. I, uh. I think I think Ed is Leonardo, Dan is Donatello, Joe is Raphael, and Kyle is Michelangelo. That's oh, that's what I would have voted. Actually, I think, what are, I think what that's I how you guys break down. What are what are their colors? But I, I would okay. take the anger side out of out of Joe's bunch, you know, because Raphael is a kind of an angry character, but yeah. he's such a lover. And, no, and, and Joe's got some passionate. I got I wouldn't say anger, passion. But just the way you was, talked about that yeah. gum story, it's like yeah, yeah. yeah. He didn't want to. <laughs> there he is, yeah. <laughs> bro. Germs. That's straight literary. Raphael energy yeah. to me. It's a teenage teenage mutant ninja. Italian. He was ready to get the first physical application of his life. That's Raphael over over some over some gum over a piece of gum. Yep. 
Uh, <laughs> well, that's great. Um, are you guys ready for another game? Yeah, yeah, yeah let's do it. it. I have to pee. <laughs> oh, I think of course he does. I think this is a good point for a for a break yeah. and a refill of drink. And uh, awesome. if you want to do that, okay, we have a few more things we need to do in the show. But we'll let's take a quick break, uh, refill drinks, use the restroom, and, uh, and then we'll get back to it. Lovely, cool. Great, thanks. We're gonna go play a pee game. <laughs> no swords, Leonardo, true Leonardo, right there. All right, so we're back from that short break. Getting uh, to to us, it felt like a wonderful break. We all relieved ourselves. We all got new beverages. We talked to my lovely fiance for a little while. But to the listener, it'll it will seem like no time has passed. <laughs> Immediate. Uh, so on that vibe, I think we're gonna go right into another game. This is a little game called Beg the Universe for something small that you want. <laughs> oh. Beg the universe for something small that you want. That had a very Breath of the Wild feel. <laughs> Thank you. That was like perfect timing, man. Uh-huh. <laughs> on the fade out. <laughs> this game is fun because I think that we all get so focused on our large goals, right? We think, you know, I want to be, you know, I want my project to really soar. I want a million dollars. I want a mansion. I want to be famous. All these big, you get all these big, uh, these big goals in your mind, and they're very hard to achieve. And it's a long game. It's not a short game, you know. And so it can it can be hard if all you have are long term big picture goals. So and beg the universe for something small that you want. What we do is we take something small that we want <laughs> and we beg for it from the universe. So this can be something, uh, it can be like people have begged for candy bars, uh, coupons, <laughs> you know, little things that can be, you know, little th- a, a little change of events in their life that could be easy, easily done, you know. Anything that's small that can, that it's because it's nice to just change the perspective a little bit and just make something, you know, beg for something that is very probable in the short term. You know, you know we talked about this earlier and so I, I feel like I just need to take the lead. This this West Hold on, hold, let me get, let me tell you what's going to happen though. Oh. What's going we're going you're going <laughs> to oh. explain what okay. you have to beg for, right? Oh. And and then we're all going to go around and explain that what we're, and then on the count of 3 we'll all literally beg the universe for that thing together as a team okay. oh we're, we're gonna like, be we're gonna be all of our things on top of each other so uh, we're, we're gonna list it, list it off one by boom Dear yeah list them off and then we'll all beg for everybody's things i am I like asking on my like knees so yeah joe you had one right away I, I won't go into backstory then i'll just say it the best taco that la has to offer <laughs> <laughs> that's what he wants we can make that happen i think i gave you some recommendations sure did very p- check possible. it out okay dan you know when you're wearing a pair of pants and then there's an unexpected like five dollar bill in the pocket? Oh, oh yeah. So, so I was good. wondering where this was going. I'd like an lie. unexpected five dollar bill. That's perfect. That is absolutely perfect. Okay. I don't think this is my game. I'm very, I'm big. like very go big or go home. Okay. I've always been like that. Well, that's okay. I, I, I'll beg something on egg. Still are required by law to play it. Okay. Okay. Can, can um, I beg uh, Ed for something on his behalf? Sure. I'd like a pair of pants with reinforced crotch that doesn't split. Ooh. I have okay. I'll back that up. I've had enough pair of pants Damn. split on me that I will. Uh, there you go. Reinforced crotch pants. Reinforced crotch pants. Like Joe has these. That's re- a great. Joe yeah. has these reinforced armpit shirts. Ooh. I would like mm. to have some reimbursed crotch it's pants. True. Okay. It's true. Crotch pants. We're sweaty men. All right, Kyle. Yeah. yeah. Oh man. Uh, oh, perfect. Am I right? Yeah. 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 You know. Uh, I, a good night's sleep 
you know oh yeah. that's a great i just want i just that's want not the first time somebody's asked for that i want the, i want like a one. solid week <laughs> where i sleep nine hours yes. without waking mm. up to either worry about something or go pee yeah solid eight <laughs> sleep. Solid well the eight. pee thing i think that's asking a little much but, i mean uh, i just well, don't want to have to pee that's the universe may yeah. grant yeah. me that Listen, ability yeah. Yeah. We, we should all strive for a solid eight like the world, yeah. I feel. Like I always much, strive for a solid eight. Hey yo, Okay, mine is uh, about my lovely fiance Lori. Mm-hmm. She is that doesn't stricken. count. She has been stricken with horrible allergies, and yeah. it's hard on her, yeah. which is hard on oh. me to see. Yeah. But also, you know, it, it's it, it's it's rough on our whole life. You know, she can't. She's you know, she's having a hard time doing stuff. She, like she's feeling sick all the time. Mm. She can't. You know, I I want. She was. She wanted to guest co-host on this episode and have oh. even more of a party. But she just like couldn't. She didn't feel that with like her ability to talk and speak and all that. Mom. She should move to New York. Uh, Nothing is alive there. Been there. Yeah. She would. Her allergies Actually, would, would go. Yeah. Been there, done that. I, I, and I have to say, on account of that, you your guys Kleenex game is really. Thank you. Really, yeah. We have clinics everywhere. In soothing. Stuff, that's all. That's all the time. Y- y'all can't see this, but it's the soothing lotion type, mm, and yeah. we've all experienced that before. You yeah. Don't, you don't forget that. We've yeah. all had like I'm, chafed nose because exactly. of whatever reason. Yeah. Well, so. you can't have that. I'm also she, a big fan. She she, because of allergies, she's been having that for the last few days. Yeah. Mm. So I'm begging the universe to help my family. Listen, I'm, 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 I'm going to intervene Please. on behalf of the universe. Okay. I had a sinus infection like three or four times a year before I moved to New York City. Okay. And then I moved to New York City and I no longer got sinus infections. Whoa. I am sick all the time. That's bullshit. <laughs> Okay. Listen, everyone Everybody's is different. different. Everyone's different. Dan Pardo. That's what's weird about this time that Lori got allergies so bad. She's had them for like five days because of the super bloom and all the pollen and all that. Uh, yeah. And um, but like, I, know, I have allergies bloom. almost all like all year round yeah. from different things that happen, and like it drives her nuts like year round. And then so then this time she got crazy allergies, and she's like, "Don't you have allergies?" And I'm like, "No, I feel great." Nope, she's sorry. like, "What's wrong with you? You're such a weirdo." It's, so it's I get that Midwest. a lot. Um, yeah, so I also want the. It's the also very. To stop. It's also very possible that I just grew out of my allergies, however, because that does happen. That does happen. I don't know that for a fact. But I will say that there was a definitive difference in uh, the amount of sinus infections I had in high school versus me as an adult living on my own in the city. Totally. Mm -hmm. Makes sense. And I I think it's because there's nothing living there. Yeah. Yes. My good. Okay. Well, we all know what we are individually begging for, Mm. correct? It was a good night's sleep. Mm -hmm. It was some reinforced crotch pants. Yeah. It was um, unexpected money in your unexpected pockets. Unexpected money in the oh, Yeah, five dollars. So Sur- a surprise fiver. Yeah. Perfect. Joe, what was it? I just want the best taco LA has to offer. Best taco in LA. That's right. Ask? And mine was uh, Lordy Gilliver allergies for a lot of reasons. Is that a crime? Mm. So you. So when I count to three, we'll start begging the universe. You, you need to beg in all of its in all the sense of the of the word. Um, so we'll all be on our knees, begging, screaming, pleading. Um, and you can beg for your own thing. You can beg for any of the ones that you remember yeah. in support of our needs. Okay? Does that sound fun? Fun. I'm, yeah. Here we I'm, go. I'm ready. One, two, three. You don't I <laughs> Please give me some crutch pants. I just want my thighs to be safe in my pants because they rub together. And my legs are just and really big, and they can't. I have sewn so many pants together on free time, which I don't have. Okay. <laughs> I think the universe hurt us in our I time think, of need. I think I also have a migraine now. Oh, good. <laughs> I think the universe really uh, hurt us in our time of need. Yeah, 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 me too. That's good. Yeah. Glad to put that out there. Good. 
I also want to point out this tin that you have. I, Dan and I are from the remote Hershey area. I oh. Sa- I had the same tin growing up. Oh, did you? Mm-hmm. Uh, yes. I did not. That's one of Lori's tins. I don't, I don't know any story about it. It keeps our pens. Well, it's a shame that she's desk. not here to co-host. Wow. Hershey, Dude. Hershey, Pennsylvania. Yeah. Yeah. I worked. Oh, I worked at that hotel in high school. I was a busboy at the uh, circular dining room at the Hershey mm-hmm. Hotel. Oh. I went there and ate the chocolate. I was cool. Um, I was I starting have... bench warmer uh, for our state champion soccer team. That and the and the final game was at Hershey Stadium. No really, mm-hmm. yeah, pretty That's nice. Crazy. My my first yeah. concert was at uh, Hershey Stadium. I saw uh, Creedence Clearwater Revival, and then the following Six. year Take I saw ni- that was 90- Take me out, coach. That was ninety six, and then ninety seven. I saw Billy Myers, Color Me Bad, and Savage Garden. <gasps> I believe in. Yep. And I saw Hanson at I saw Hanson at the Hershey. And Hanson. You left that for last. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, oh, jogging the memory. And Hanson. I can also tell you that I was in section J, seat twenty seven. <laughs> oh my. Oh my god. I was so excited. Oh, wow. I was so traumatized oh, by this concert because I loved them so much, and I was I think maybe eleven or twelve. Right. And their voices changed, and my didn't, mine didn't. And Ooh. so I went to this concert, being like, "We're going to be able to jam and sing and blah blah." And they changed all the keys. Yeah. But like, but like to twelve-year-old me, that's how it sounded, and I was like, "This isn't the right key." I've never heard anybody say like, "fuck Hanson." Sounds like the bass from like Rockapella. That's like, definitely Oh, Barry, yeah. Remember when we were at the airport and you saw the guy from Rockapella? Yes. Oh, did I? Sh- I need to show you this video. Love them. My voice teacher, who's a crazy person, I love her so much. She is friends with the guy who is the bass in Rockapella. Oh, Rockapella. And so I, I texted her through this whole thing. We went to, we went to this. Yeah. So. We were at this airport and we saw Sean Altman on the flight and we got off and someone had a Sean Altman sign and I was like, that can't be the same person. No way. And he came off the flight and I was like, oh my God, it's Sean Altman from Rockabella. Yeah. So I, I put something on Facebook about it. My voice teacher was like, oh yeah, I know Barry, whatever. Three or four days later, she sends me a video with him in her living room. They're like hanging out and he's like, hello, Ed, you know who this is. Let me see if I can find it. I will play it for oh you. Okay. Continue the conversation. I don't believe it pulls it out and, and puts it on the. On that's the what she said. That's <laughs> every. That's every first date I've ever had. I don't believe you until you pull it out and put it in. Shazam! You're welcome for that setup. Yes, thank well, you. Well, if you find it, uh, we'll we'll put the audio directly. In well, I mean, I don't have interview. I don't have a whole lot of videos on my phone. He's so, backing out. It never happened. You send it to hmm. me, and I'll put that audio right on this. I'm gonna play it right now. Oh, he's got. Oh, he's gonna found it. Boom. Oh, it's loading because I have the cloud on. You have to press play. <laughs> you know who that is. <laughs> <laughs> Let's do a little rockapella bum 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 bums. Love you, and for that, he went to Juilliard. <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, yeah, that was really great. Badass. And that was all because we saw Sean Altman on a flight. That's amazing. Right. I believe you now. Yeah, thank you. We all believe you. <laughs> I didn't Instagram it, so it didn't really happen. Exactly. That's true. That's true. It doesn't happen until it's on the gram. Yeah. 
Um, well, we are coming to the end of the show. My That's friends. a shame. We are coming to the end of the show. Have you guys had a nice time? I'm this coming. Great time, I'm coming it's to really the fun. end of my drink too, so I'm okay with. I just it, Shut it down. Okay. <laughs> shut, shut it down. Wow. Using it for the drinks. Wow. Well, the, we are coming to the end of the show. The the last things you know, we have a few more things to do. Uh, the last thing, um, last question that you guys get as part of your interview <gasps> is, as you know, the name of the of the show is Ryan is super strong. Mm. Yeah. That's me. You know, and that's kind of a joke in some ways, but also serious because there are so many different types of strength. There's physical strength, emotional strength, spiritual strength, all and going. The list goes on and on. So I would like to ask you guys individually, not as a group, um, if you think that you're super, that you are individually super strong. So let's start with Kyle. Let's go with yes or no's right now. Okay. For this part. I just ate the mic. I'm he had but okay. he had butted the mic. Yeah, Mouth butted it. Are you know. super strong, Kyle? Maybe. Good, Ed. <laughs> TBD. Okay, Dan. Sure. Yes. Nice. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Joe. I mean, I squat three fifty, <laughs> pull four hundred five. And bench about two seventy five, so yeah. that counts for something. <laughs> Do we have to quantify all of this? <laughs> I love this so, much. Um, so every week I have one, uh, you know, one or two people on the show, basically for for, for the most part, um, and and I love every answer. And what you guys just did was exactly why I love all the answers from my show because I listen to every episode, obviously, because I'm part of them. Uh, but I think you know there are some listeners that are fans every week. There are some listeners that listen to a few or listen to people they know, all that stuff. But you guys just gave the perfect example of what I get to listen to, like as as a as a host of this show. Whereas we get somebody that that thinks about it and thinks, I have strengths, I have weaknesses. I have, I'm going to say maybe we have somebody that says TBD, as in I'm working towards strength all the time. I think that I am on the course to be super strong, and that's going to be badass. We have someone that straight up just goes, yeah, fuck yeah, I'm super strong as hell, yeah, hell yeah. And we have someone that's like, yeah, I mean, if you measure it and metrics, and I'm like, I can, I can lift more, I can lift all of you guys and throw you up. I believe you used right the word <laughs> pull. He pulls. We have all pull. these different strengths in the room right now, which is very exciting to me. And the reason is, um, the reason that excites me is because, as again, as the host of the show, I think that people listen to the pod, podcast medium. You never, that's, you never know why people are listening or when. You know, mm-hmm. so it they could you might have a lot of people that like you guys, so they check in on this one episode, uh, and they might check in the day that it releases. You know, or there there could be people three years down the line that just stumble across it because they are fans of you or fans of the show or whatever, and they listen to it and they might relate to any one of you guys in your answer. So what I always ask for my guests is to give a piece of advice that makes you super strong in whatever way that is, even if it's in a way that says maybe or no or anything like that. Just what what would you do to become super strong this week that can act as a type of mantra uh, for this week until next week when our guest, our, we have a new guest to give advice. Does that make sense? Yeah. Um, I want to I wanna take the lead on this. Ned. Um, only because I... There are a lot of elements of my life where I think people outside of whoever I am would think that maybe I am super strong. Okay. Um, I'm a champion undervaluer, undervaluer of myself. Uh, however, I do think that um, knowing your strengths and weaknesses is is 
equals being super strong. Yeah. Knowing where you're not strong is just as strong as knowing where you're strong. Um, yeah, I had a better point to that, but I think that's still pretty okay. Yeah. I feel you. <clears throat> Kyle? Oh, skip me for a moment. Okay, <laughs> perfect. Dan? Sure. Um, uh, as today is WrestleMania, and I only know that because of John Oliver last week, um, <laughs> I uh, to put it in the wrestling context, I would say I'm the type of guy who keeps getting back up. So I'm not necessarily the, uh, the strongest person, but uh, I was meeting up with a buddy of mine from high school uh, who happened to live in who happens to live in San Diego, and I haven't seen him in like six years or so. Um, but he was really happy that I'm sticking with this music thing, and you know a lot of people don't, uh, and uh, it's taken a lot of um, courage and drive and foolishness to to keep at it, and uh, you know I'm not always at the top of my game, but I'm always in the game. And uh, I love I, that. I like that a lot. I love that. Wow. I'm not at the top of my game, but I'm always in the yeah, game. That's really actually because you know what? Being in the game is more is a stronger thing than not being in the game at all. Yeah. So um, I consider <laughs> that a strength. Yeah. 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 That's awesome, man. I also think Dan has a lot of strengths that he doesn't realize he has. Dan's a, Dan, in my eyes, is a superhero. He's probably the fastest stair climber oh. in the world. That's, I'm really, the West Coast has ever I'm, seen. I'm really fucking good ever. at running down stairs. Yes. With luggage in hand. With luggage well. in hand. We have, oh. se- we have several videos of this. <laughs> That's a bit. You have to send me some. It, so it needs to be an Olympic event. Yeah, I'll put some on the Instagram so okay. you can see if you send them to me. Silver I, think, I actually think I have one of him running down the escalator at uh, Newark Airport when we came back from Arts Midwest and he has a suitcase in one arm and he just tears down the thing. Like Dan's <laughs> gonna break his fucking face. He's gonna fall down. He never does. He literally never does. It's amazing. He handles it. I've never seen anything like it. So I just moved to a new place up in Inwood and it happens to be like right where you know there's this big kind of like mountain where the cloisters are and everything. But there's a, a like two buildings next to our apartment there is a staircase with 111 stairs. And so they're split up into you know sections. It's not just all in one shot. And you counted them. Well, they they actually have like a counter on it. Oh, okay. You know, but you know, so I can keep practicing up. I love that. Yeah. Just please don't yeah. break yourself. We need you. You need That's to be in the game. Yeah, you need to yeah. be in the game. Okay, Joe. Uh, so, um, man, where to go on this one? I I think. <clears throat> I think in life. Uh, just being able to listen and to listen with open ears and to also process is something that we have so many mediums by which we jump to to ultimate conclusions you know social media being a perfect example and i think sometimes it conditions people uh to to really not do that and i think that oftentimes the the best thinkers in the rooms are those who listen instead of drive the conversation. So yeah, maybe be that person. You know, if, if you're yeah. not, you know, that's really good advice. Yeah, and that had nothing to do with your squats yeah. or your pulls. No, absolutely yeah. not. Yeah. <laughs> those numbers speak for themselves. Yeah. Okay, Kyle. I actually, I actually, I'm going to give Kyle another minute to think about what he's going to say, only because I want to piggyback on Please what Joe's do. saying. Okay. 
<laughs> I was worried. I was freaking. I actually yeah, pooped yeah, myself. Yeah, yeah. which is okay, a, which okay. is a change because he usually just pees himself. Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, I think that there is strength in not uh, caring or being worried about what other people think about you or getting in your own way or inhibiting yourself because of what someone told you or taught you or anything in that cat in that column of, of grievances or, or whatever you want to call them. Um, I certainly have had to face a lot of circumstances in my life that has kind of made me not care what, uh, what happens sure. per se. Um, not in a reckless way, but just in a very much like I'm going to do it because, yeah. because what do you have to lose? Like just do it. And I've, I've, in talking to a lot of people who are, who are not like that, um, I find myself encouraging people to do that a lot more in the more recent past than not to just not care or not get in your way when you want to do something. Just do it. Sure. Yeah. I'm with it. Yeah. Thank you, Ed. You're welcome. Kyle. Kyle. You know, chance I, number three. Chance number three. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I think, um, I guess if we're giving life advice, uh, I would say that there's a um, a certain level of stupidity that you need to exist and dream in this world. Uh, uh, you know, be okay with, you know, every once in a while doing something that seems a little uh, out of touch with reality. And then, uh, and you know, adjust in before or after or whatever. But like, I think uh, following your dreams is a, a difficult task, especially with a lot of distractions that everything goes on in the world. But um, being okay with things fluctuating on the scale of where you're at in the world is okay. Like you can you can follow your dreams and deal with it as it comes. Oh, yeah. Mr. Gable, I mean Clark, wants me on his boat to park. But if a cable boat means a sable coat, anchors away. So let's bring on the fun another minute step this way it's, it's time, time for us to play they say we may not pass this way again so let's waste no more time bring on the i feel pretty i feel so pretty such great such bobby's my hobby and i'm giving him up i think that all of you guys brought something very special to this podcast in your very Ninja Turtle-esque type ways. Um, <laughs> thank you guys very much for coming to my home and thank being on so my show. Oh, thank yes. you, Ryan. And Thanks for me. having me on your on your guys' show. No, as well. thank you. You're, Twice you're great. In a few days. Yeah. Yeah. Rock yeah. Killing awesome. it. I'm, very, I'm really excited for Rockwell, which uh, brings us, you know, as you noticed, I haven't mentioned shows or plugs of any kind because I don't do that throughout the show until the end. Great. You know, so so I hope you, you listened all me. the way through this. Right. <laughs> I hope you survived this podcast. <laughs> so, uh, uh, so uh, yeah. So, uh, uh, if anyone made it through all of what we put them through so far, <laughs> it would be an awesome time to uh, plug what's going on. And and like I told you, Ed, in text yesterday, was I liked you guys so much. I liked your show and all that stuff. And I and so I I uh, knowing that we were going to do this podcast episode, I was like, I want to release this right away. 
because my episodes come out every week on Tuesdays, and we're doing a show tonight. So anyone that listens to this episode on the day that it comes out and lives in LA or is in LA could come and theoretically see this show. Damn. Plus, any you know, if they're in San Francisco in the next couple of days, or you're doing another show while you're still on this tour. If you've so, lived through the podcast, that is. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. If yeah. you live your life if through you just, this podcast. If you just skip through the end, yeah. don't come. <laughs> <laughs> so so what, what this this portion of the show, of the show is obviously plugged. So I don't know how you guys want to do it. If you all have individual projects of your own, if you just want to plug baritone a uh, baritone sorry uh on yeah uh, just as a group or whatever whatever you want to do I, this is the time to plug anything that's going on so anything yeah you know about uh, i mean yeah we're we're at uh we're at rockwell's table and stage on tuesday april 9th at 8 p.m if you want to come we're baritone the show is called i hate men and it is a tip of the heel to broadway's leading ladies uh, after that, we're going to San Francisco, and we're going to be at the San Francisco Oasis doing the same show. On what um, date? Uh, that is the 10th, April 10th, Wednesday. Oh, that's Wednesday. So, yeah, so yeah. April 9th at Rockwell Table on Stage. 8 which p.m. in San Francisco. Yeah. A lot of the listeners have heard about on this show. I, I play there often, so I, have, I, I often mention Rockwell as a badass place. Yeah. Um, I played there uh, with one of the past guests, Donna Loudon, we got, and her as a cabaret that she threw. And it got voted uh, best LA-based cabaret of last year on Broadway World. Great, uh, so Rock- Rockwell has all the best stuff going on in LA for the cabaret side. So, um, yeah. so that's uh, so yeah. Come and check out this show. Yeah, Baritone. Uh, I Tuesday hate man. night. Yeah, and then, Tuesday and then night. If you're in San Francisco tomorrow on Wednesday, go to that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, sure. Uh, what else? By all means, stop by. Um, yeah, you're gonna get a whole a whole array of uh, the Broadway leading ladies done baritone style, which is just a combination of beef and brawn and Broadway. I think oh, I'm, yeah. I have a sense that there was a better word in there, but he wanted to keep the alliteration going. <laughs> I mean, listen, I'm a total bitch for alliteration. You give me a letter, and I will come up with a marketing plan with that letter. I'm Z. I love it. Let's, um, uh, let's play some categories. <laughs> um, zazz, pizzazz, and zingers. Zazzle. Zingers, zazz, and pizzazz. Zingers. Hold on one second. Um, Joe, Joe, just walk on. I, I forgot to do a selfie. Oh, Joe, come back. It's selfie time. And thank you so much for joining us. This is uh, (laughs) Kyle Kyle, and Dan. Who's taken over for Ryan, who stepped out to get a selfie with Joe. While we're plugging stuff, uh, this is Dan. I have an ongoing web series called Pardo's Turn. Yes, Pardo's Um, Turn is great. It's mostly Wednesday episodes, and each episode, which is about 15 minutes or so in length, the first third is me talking about a specific musical theater song from the canon. Then I invite someone on to the web series to uh, chat about the song or tangential topics uh, surrounding the song. And then who, we do a little performance. Who who, uh, who did you uh, bring on? Who's like your favorite person that you brought on? Oh, oh. it's I mean, there's been some really great folks. Uh, the great Chuck Cooper, who won the Tony Award for The Life, uh, kicked off the series back in oh, June. Yeah. And uh, I've had some wonderful people, Barbara Walsh uh, oh from from the Falsettos, and uh, she Barbara came on Walsh. to sing uh, "Stop Time" from Big, and uh, uh, Ben Davis was another great baritone. Speaking about baritone, he went and sang "We're Thine That Special Face" from "Kiss Me, Kate." Um, oh, definitely, I think one of my favorite episodes was Stephanie DeBruzzo from uh, who was the original Kate Monster in Avenue Q. 
um, she came on and we had a great chat. All right, that's too many people. Okay, right. you got to you got to cut all yourself off on that one. No, but, <laughs> no, I, but, I'm she, very but lucky. That, that was the good one. I mean, they're all good ones, but that was like the most. I think people know that know would know her the most. There, there's a lot. They're they're really great episodes. You all yeah. should check them out. He's been. I want to hear. He's been doing this for like what a year now. Uh, it was uh, the first episode was June sixth, so yeah. we're coming oh, cool. on. Well, like you're coming uh, on here. Yeah. yeah. I want I want to hear more plugs, but I just have to interrupt to mention the fact that I ran out because we didn't get a selfie, which we can do on Tuesday. I'm just gonna do another selfie yeah, yeah, in yeah. a different location, yeah, 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 yeah. which is fine. But uh, uh, I was like, oh crap! <clears throat> jo- before Joe leaves, I should get him in the selfie really quick. You know, like I like to do. And so I heard him say goodbye to Lori outside, and I ran outside to stop him. And she was like, oh, he just ran out. And by the time that I had gotten outside, and he was not running. This is just a tall man, and he yeah. looks like a superhero. He, he looks like across. Gaston from Beauty and the Beast. Oh, he's played him he's many played times. That yeah, like he lo- that's what he looks like. Letters. He just yeah. looks like that. Um, they actually modeled the, the role after him. By the time I got outside and looked down, I had to run to the corner. I, I ran over, and I could see him almost almost halfway down the block. And he was just walking on his phone. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's yeah. the that's the Hager swagger. I'm like, oh my god, how did yeah. he cover so much ground? He can so walk quickly. ten feet in two seconds. Yeah, it's, it was insane. I've the, never seen it's them. That. It's them legs, man. Jeez, it's all that, that squatting. That was super heroic in a way. Yeah. So back on that uh, that uh, that little uh, advice section, it's just like, yeah, go and do some you know some, do uh, some squats, squats and pulls, uh, <laughs> and don't stop <laughs> pull, don't stop until you can. Uh, yeah, the pull. Like I don't even remember. I don't even know what a pull is. That was like a lat a lat pull. Uh-huh. Yeah, I've never seen it, but I, I ran outside and ran out the door, and I could I, and I couldn't see him, so I ran to just see where he was, and it was incredible how fast he had gone yeah. down there, just walking jo- regular I think, speed. I think Joe is the uh, I always refer to him as the Gaston prototype. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, or Johnny Bravo. We actually bought. Well, him. he also wear, oh, yeah, yeah, Johnny Bravo. Bravo. We, we bought <laughs> we bought him a Johnny Bravo tank. It's kind of like he reminds me of Putty from Seinfeld too. Yeah, I've never. Now we're just Seinfeld. talking about I, Joe behind his back. Well, I don't back well, no, to, I remember that. Ooh, back wait, to uh, he also played the Tick. He also played the... T- he was, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That guy, yeah, that yeah, guy. Yeah, 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 yeah. He was on yeah, the yeah, yeah. all over the place. But. I, I mean, that's that's Joe in a nutshell right there. Yeah. Well, not to talk about him behind his back, but that was very impressive. I just had to mention yeah. that. that was yeah. Very, I, can't, I can't cover that amount listen, of faces. Listen, we'll Joe, is a hu- <laughs> Joe is a human being. That's kind awesome. of is kind of impressive in general. Yeah, so, big time. You know. Very cool. Uh, if we're finishing <laughs> plugs, I like to just whore myself out to anybody. So I need numbers. So you guys join me on Instagram and on my yeah. Facebook channel. I just want to whore myself out to my YouTube channel and yeah. my Instagram. So I'm just numbers. Just a, a general whoring. That's good. Yeah, that's what we could all use a little more of um, in this day and yeah. age. No, I, I don't, don't want to go on the record. I don't, I don't even that, care I'm if sorry. you watch any of my followers, anything that I make. Just join my, oh my channel. Yeah. No, I do. I do have one thing that I'm doing. I'm coming up in May. Outside of Baritone, I do have a show uh, that is a jazz standards show called Fine and Dandy that I'm doing at the Avenel Performing Arts Center in New Jersey. Awesome. Is it Fine and Dandy? Where can people get tickets or is that? Um, You know, I don't. (laughs) That's okay. Hey, it's okay. (laughs) I It's like, it's not a ticketed event. It's like we're basically singing in a lounge space. Okay. It's a lounge act. What day is it? It's a duet. Um, May 8th and May 31st. May 8th and 31st at what place? Uh, It's the Avenel Performing Arts Center in Woodbridge, New Jersey. Yeah. So if you're in that area on those days. Yeah. Go check it out. Or just if you're on the West Coast, fly to Woodbridge and listen to me sing for an hour and a half. It's a beautiful airport. 
It is. It's a beautiful airport, and it's a beautiful venue. There, it's their first year open. They. I just, like that slam, but also yeah. being from Kansas, I feel, and you're from Oklahoma. Oh, I think, Wichita it's, International. I, I, and I just have to say that for the listener, we didn't really talk about that. Is that uh, you're from Oklahoma, Kyle? I am. And so we, so it's it is fun to make fun of a city that's near the coast, because <laughs> we get ripped on directly so much in, in life. the center of the country. <laughs> is where we're from. Exactly, the heartland. Um, so yeah, so if you guys missed the social medias of these guys, definitely check out Ryan is super strong on, on Instagram and Twitter and all that stuff. And you'll see every, all four of these guys as well as the group Baritone on the Instagram. So you can follow all these guys. They're amazing and you need to follow them immediately. Um, I always take this moment to plug Chad Coleman, who did the art for the show. Chris Hackman, who did the intro and outro music, as well as helped me produce all of the uh, little little intros for all the stuff in the middle. So uh, Chris Hackman and, and Chad Coleman have both been on the show as well. So if you're interested in them and want to know more about them, they've been on two episodes each. So go check those out. They're hilarious and, and wonderful, beautiful men who I love so dearly. They're great. Um, the Instagram is Ryan is Super Strong. The Twitter is at Super Strong Ryan. And you can email us at Ryan is Super Strong or Facebook, the same thing. And if you really love the show, or if you're new to the show, or if you're a guest on the show for the first time, uh, please go to Apple Podcasts if you're a podcast listener and have the app. Uh, give us a five star rating and then, you know, review the show. We have uh, tons of guests that have reviewed the show. God. Voice and, of God. Uh, and I always appreciate it. Anybody that reviews the show takes the time to do that. And if you go and back and, re- and read the reviews, they are seemingly all from insane people, which is always a delight to read. I, well, it makes now me I'm, feel less now I'm definitely going to go read them. I can't wait. <laughs> it, makes me feel, it makes me feel less alone in life, but I love that. So, yeah, if you want the show to grow, please go review it. Um, uh, guys, before I end the show, the last thing I have to say is just thank you so much for being here. We're happy to be here. Thank Man, you for thank having, you having us. Having and it's thank awesome. you for and thank you for playing with us. And, of course, and coming on out. I will and, do it anytime. Uh, you know, we'd any love to have you. Make man. it happen. I love to work with you guys. It, it was such a pleasure, and I'm glad you guys are here. Same. Um, I hope we have. You know, in the future, we'll have. We'll already have a rehearsal and two gigs under our belt, so yeah. we can start from an even better place and keep on working. Um, but uh, in the future, I hope we meet again, and I'm just so glad to have you guys here. So always feel welcome to come back. And, uh, and I think the listeners are lucky to hear from you. Um, the last thing I do is I talk to one listener or a group of listeners and uh, try to make them up their game in some way. And so today's no different. I will do the same thing starting right now. All right, guys. Uh, this week, who I'm talking to is basses and tenors. These vocalists, they get all the credit. Oh yeah, I play the root And I play the melody Oh great You know, but harmonies aren't interesting Until they have that third that Or that maybe the fifth Or a seventh or a ninth, thirteenth Something, you know, making those Making those intervallic <laughs> Flavors interesting <laughs> I'm not sure that any of those harmonies Were interesting <laughs> But they were happening <laughs> uh, That being said you know, sometimes people take more credit than they should in life. And if you're one of those people that's listening to my show right now, and I know that you are, tenors, hey, chill out, settle down, take the advice from baritone. All of these guys give great advice that you can take and to, to make your life better. If you do that, if you do that, and you go back in the archive and listen to the advice of all of my great guests, then maybe one day. Just maybe, you could be super strong too, just like Ryan.
Just like Ryan. <laughs> that was total trash. <laughs> <Do you> <laughs>